I had Chinese food for dinner, so the gases eking out of my ass right now are legendary. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm writing that down in my things that I need to know. <laughs>to anime club after dark the podcast that delves into all things anime manga and otaku culture related recorded live from a witch's labyrinth where an overly cute and maniacal thing named cube wants to make a contract with you i'm your host alex but you can call me senpai and joining me tonight i have our filthy casual jason yo what up everybody our chivalry of shota shotaro my preferred position is side saddle oh Okay. okay. <laughs> um, a master of Monster Girls, Marcus. Dusty thought it'd be great if he took every single Yu-Gi-Oh card I organized and then reorganized oh, them the Christ. way he wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been arguing well, how we, we're going to be organizing them from now on. Just need to get the Yu-Gi-Oh Welcome reference. back, Marcus. Yep. <laughs> and last but not least, our Emperor of Explosions, Riker. I've added no Pico. To the end of every anime we're going to talk about. Oh, shit you have. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, so, before we get started tonight, um, we uh, a couple of us want to talk about some things we've been watching. And I want to start with something that I watched just last weekend in theaters. And that was Kizumonogatari Part 2. Oh, my God. Jason. So good. It was so good. I saw it a week before you. I know, you lucky bastard. And you actually got to, to, to do a Q&A thing or something, didn't you? Yeah, with, uh, let's see, it was the head of Anaplex and the head of, um, was it the head of the studio or was it the head of something else? I think it was the head of the studio, the president. Uh, I can't remember their names. I'm, I suck at all that stuff. But I have video of, like, at least, like, 20 minutes of it that I'm going to be putting up on our site soon. As soon as I remember to do it next time. <laughs> if. It's, you mean if. You know. But yeah, Kizu, though, it was fucking amazing, fucking hysterical. It's just, I, I think I mentioned this to you earlier in this week. After these three movies come out, it's probably going to be my favorite part of the whole Monogatari series. It could pretty, it, it could. Like, I'm not going to lie, like, there's a really good chance. Right now... Even the, I mean, second season is really good, but Bakke is still my favorite. I mean, right now, if, if I had to tell you right now, my favorite part is it's um, Hitagi End, Hitagi End arc of uh, second season. Because, oh, yeah. You know, Kaiki. But um, I don't know. These movies are so good. They're beautifully animated. These The, the music in them is phenomenal. Um, and I have to say it's the best directed of the entire series in, in terms of art direction. Oh, it's so gorgeous. It's so fluid, and just like how everything is just set up, it just like it just really speaks to just like what the scene is trying to convey and everything. Yeah, and also the just the parodies and shit that they, and the the 
mentions and stuff. It's like, and there was actual Coca-Cola in it. In, the, in la- part two, it was actual, like, Hanakawa is drinking actual Coca-Cola. It's like, you could actually hear the theater I was in when they said Coca-Cola. Everyone went, huh? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the, I don't know. I think you told us the theater you were in was pretty packed. The yeah, theater yeah. I was in had people, like, flowing out the door to get in. I mean... Yeah, yeah. ours ours had a balcony and a, a, a bottom section. They were both full. There was people standing and shit. Yeah. So anyway, it was pretty good. I was laughing my ass off. Like it was so funny. It was so much funnier than part part one. The yeah. only thing I didn't really like is I didn't like how it, where it ended. Like I, I mean, I, it's, I, it's, it's a nice cliffhanger and everything, but still, like I, I would have preferred just having it end like right after this, right after or right before that part. I I, I thought I thought when they when they were gonna do this, I thought they were gonna end it. Right after the battle with episode, yeah, that's but they ended they ended like right in the middle of the battle with guillotine cutter. Yep, it's like that's a very it, that means though that the majority of part three is just going to basically be focused on kiss shot. Yep, which I'm not perfectly okay with. Oh, I'm totally fine with that too. I just hope I just hope it's as good as it's, it's getting in my mind after these two. Yeah, it's totally different from the tone of the light novel. The light novel is so serious. Yeah, this is way funnier. Like, I don't remember laughing. I barely remember laughing reading the light novel. Like, there's funny parts, but, like, it's like, kind of like a little chuckle here and there. Not really, like, I was laughing out loud. It's just Shaft at their best. This is the Monogatari series at its best, I think. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, if you haven't seen Kizu, go see it. I think part one Blu-rays come out soon, or just came out. I think it just came out like last week or a week before. I'm not entirely sure about that. I know they're massively overpriced, and I can't wait to buy it. Of course. Um, but yeah, okay. So moving on to something else that I recently started that I, I, I'm watching, and that is I have finally jumped on the bandwagon and started JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yes. Much, much to the delight oh, of no. Riker, I'm sure. Yes. As the resident... As the resident JoJo fanboy, watch JoJo's. Or read JoJo's. You can't go wrong. Just JoJo. Just JoJo. But yeah, I'm I'm almost done with the, I guess, first season, which covers the first two arcs, right? Yes. Yeah. So I don't really want to talk too much about it because I'm not entirely done with it, and I still want to be surprised. Um, but this... It, it, it's so much better than I ever thought it would be. I, I thought that everyone had been overhyping it for years, and for years I completely avoided it because of that. But now that I've started it, I, I just wonder why I never did before. Because the manliness of it is just it's so. Off the it's like it's like someone put all the ingredients of what it takes to be a man into a blender, put it on level ten, and then whatever comes out is just what they write into the episode. Yeah, and then it gets it gets pretty fabulous. Like, Fab- he, oh, the fabulousness he, of it! It gets, it gets, yeah. It continues to get more and more fabulous. So, but um, actually, hold on. I, before you, before you go on, I want to say one thing, and this isn't spoiler really, but like in the second season, they do this thing when when there's a sound effect, they like do the kanji for like bam or whatever. And like at first, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. They do it every now and then. And then I realized they do it every time, and I was just like, oh no, it begins. <laughs> like I just feel this is going to be a continuing thing. From this point on. And I don't know if, like, is that going to play? Is. Okay. Well. It's it's is. part of the, the style of JoJo's. 
it's very comic book style. It's it's like I think I told you, Riker. It's like it's like watching a moving comic book. Yeah, I like it. they 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 do like the inverted colors and stuff as well. Like when stuff starts getting real, like the oh, inverted yeah. color scheme and yeah, yeah they do a lot like, of really cool visual. Effects. People's hair color changes when they get really serious. Yeah. Um. I'm really enjoying it. I, I actually highly recommend it. it. It's a lot better than I ever thought it would be. Um, and a lot of the reason I think that is because, like, this show is ridiculous. I mean, with a, sh- with a name like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you kind of expect it to be ridiculous. But it's very self-aware of the fact that it's ridiculous. And it's constantly trying to outdo itself with its ridiculousness. And that's what I like about it. And it succeeds yep. most of the that, time. That, that's, that's the part there that Kaiju, Kaiju reminds me of. The, the fact that it knows it's so ridiculous. Dude, I don't do that ridiculousness every time. Keijo is very, very obviously inspired by JoJo's. Like, the fight scenes are all, like, they're very JoJo-esque. With, you know, people calling out moves and it being ridiculous. And they even have the, NANI! Kanji! All the time. And when somebody gets hit with an ass, it's it's like a shotgun going off. Like... The sound effects are all, like, ridiculous in that show. Um, I will say one last thing about JoJo's is having watched anime for as long as I have and seeing all these anime with JoJo's references in them, I now respect them a whole lot more. Yeah, there's there's a reason why they all do it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, those are two things that I've watched recently. So, um, Marcus? I've been watching Brotherhood, Full Moon Alchemist Brotherhood, and I just want to make a statement. And the oh, statement is no. whether or not... Here we you, go. No, shut up. Just You guys need to, like, calm down. This is the new and improved Marcus. Like, <laughs> I, know, oh, I know how to, like, block these rants that are going to come out. But if you want to oh, be well, all like, oh, I we don't that. trust you. So, I'm just going to say, whether or not you like Brotherhood, it's a really, really good written and animated show. So... I've seen people say, like, oh, it's overhyped, and oh, my God, this show wasn't even as good as I thought it was going to be, and it's just, like, whether or not they like it, it's a good show. And I cannot say that about 99% of the stuff I've seen. Seriously. This I is one that of... about Shirobako. What? I didn't like it, but... I say that about Shirobako. I didn't see, like it, but you know what? I, I admit that it's a really well-done Yeah. Same I'll thing about Cowboy Bebop. I do not like Cowboy Bebop, but... I know it's what I know. It's up there. It's in the the one percent, and I don't. I really didn't like it, but I still think it's up there because of just the way it was written, and it's just it's. Uh, I can't really go too far into detail without like ranting on it, so I'm done. That's, that's I'm kind, all I want to say. I'm kind of the same way about Cowboy Bebop. Like I like it, but it's more like I like individual episodes, and I like the whole show. I love Cowboy Bebop. I think I've rewatched that show more than any other show. I'm, I'm going to say something right now that I've never said on this podcast. I agree with Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Brotherhood is really good. It's actually, uh, it's in my top ten, so. It's actually fluctuated I... in my top ten before. Like, it used to be, like, number three. And then, like, at one point, I had ten anime on the list, and it wasn't on the list. And it was because, at that moment, it was in, like, my top ten of, like, oh, you know, I just recently watched these shows, and oh, man, these were amazing. But, like, after re-watching it, I think this might be, like, number three. Actually, it's definitely probably either number one or number two of what I think is the best anime that I've specifically seen. Um, It's not in my personal, like, oh, it's the the best one, right? That's Code Geass for me. It's my favorite. And that's never going to change because of who I am. But, like, Brotherhood, I don't know. It might be 
fourth or fifth my favorite, and I still have I haven't even finished. This is my second time through. Um, Dusty jumped on the bandwagon like episode seventeen, and it, <laughs> he was like, "Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's that girl?" And I was just like, "We could go back and watch it." He's like, "Nah, I don't want to have to watch a whole half a season of ReZero again to get through because we just finished ReZero too." So. Um, but yeah, that's all I really want to say about it. It's just really good. There. If you haven't seen it, you're, you're really missing out. Seriously. I really enjoyed the manga. I still need to see the anime. Anime. And it also, I like to point uh, out... Anime. Uh, yeah, I, did. I don't know why. <laughs> I would like to point out that this could spark a discussion, and I really hope you guys don't respond to it, but this is one of the... don't say it. No, no, I'm going to say it. Okay? <laughs> this is one of the best dubs in any anime ever. Seriously. It has yeah. some of the best. I will voices. actually, I will actually agree with you. It's definitely, it's definitely top five. I think most people agree on that. It's and better than the sub. Well, so, can I, yeah. can I, See, can I, I won't tell even you, argue. Can I tell you gonna... why it's? Can, can I tell you why the, the Brotherhood dub is so good? Because Magnon, yeah. <laughs> because they, because they had two tries at it. That's true. <laughs> that is, that is true. Everything that didn't work in the first one, they just didn't do again. Yeah, yeah, I really like Brotherhood, too. The only issue that prevents it from being one of my favorites is that I, I really can't get into the main characters. They just felt too, like, one-dimensional, I guess. Are you talking about Ed, Ed and Al? Yeah. Dude, Ed and, I loved Ed and Al. I like every character in my... this show, even the ones that are, like, supposed to be bad characters. Like, when I, when I was first watching this, so there's a character named Kimberly, and this guy is, like, so seen as a villain. Like, he basically was, like, one of the main guys in the war who was just like, I don't care. I'm literally just here to kill as many people as I can. But, like, throughout the entire thing, and also the intros, I've, I've, I skipped a lot of the intros. Like, I love the first one and the fourth one. But, like, whenever the second, third, or fifth would show up, I'd normally skip it. Just because I'm like, I don't care about these ones. But, like, the first have... OP is, like, almost iconic. Yeah, it's, yeah the it's first OP of... has to be, like, what, one of the best in, like, all of anime. I think it's probably, yeah, probably so, in the top again? ten most yes, iconic please. intros in anime. But, like, back to us. The... So... Okay, go ahead. Is that the one where the. Where they're like the it shows them as kids and their like bodies are disappearing and stuff. Yeah, yes. and then it shows Al like his entire body yeah. disappears. Like when I was first watching that, it sent chills down my spine. Like whoa! Like I knew this happened, I love... but like whoa! <laughs> I love in that OP when uh, Ed does the like alchemic sign with his two hands, but then nothing happens. That's pretty cool. Oh, in the beginning where he like puts his Chilling. hands together, then puts them yeah. up to the sky. Like yeah, that, that I mean. Like, this entire thing is kind of more about, like... God damn it. No, I'm not going to rant. I know how to do this. So... Uh, I hate to break it to you, but you kind of are. Yeah, so let's get on to the next thing, because I'm done, really. All right. Does anyone else have want to talk about what they're watching? Uh, uh, I was going to bring up Flip Flappers. Go ahead. Because yes. this show deserves some praise. Flip Flappers is... It's, it's really good, and no one's watching it. So do yourself a favor and watch it. The art, I can... The art style is a little different than what people are used to, and it's kind of episodic, which for some reason people that immediately turns them off. But it's the animation's absolutely beautiful. The characters are a lot of fun, and it's yeah, just, just the, their interaction is the best part of the show for sure. Like Coconut and Papika are just awesome. Yeah, it's it's a really fun show to watch. Plus, it had like a Mad Max episode. Mad yeah, Max. Like oh, they, fuck. Like they, 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 I feel like they, they, I feel like it kind of does little nods to a lot of. Yeah, they parodied. Things. They parodied Mad Max in an episode. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, it wasn't the latest one, but the one before, I think, well, number yeah, two, third episode. Episode three. 
it's yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. Watching. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites of the season so far. Hopefully, also, it keeps up the quality. Also, watch Yuri on Ice. It's yes, really please. gay, but it's really good. <laughs> so watch it. So so is JoJo's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's funny that because uh, when I when Shinoda when I first started watching JoJo, Shinoda asked me like, "How would you say it?" I was like, "It's so manly. It's gay." And he was like, "You sold me." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like, the way to describe JoJo's. But yeah, but yeah, Yuri too. Yuri is so good. That OP though, Jesus Christ. My only issue Before... with the OP is it recycles what? the animations over and over and over again. That's true. It, That's my issue it's, too. <laughs> it's one. It's one animation just on loop throughout the I whole. Got, I gotta OP. be honest with you. That's not what I'm paying attention to when I hear that OP. It just that bugs me, <laughs> but. Other than it that, does, it's, yeah. it's a good OP. I won't say that every time that OP plays, I hop up out of my chair and start dancing around the room, but I might. I will say that when I saw that OP, before I even saw any of the show, I got, like, so bad chills. I was like, this is amazing. And I love this show. Not the best OP this season, but it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty, one of the best for me. It gets you hyped, that's for sure, about what's about to happen, about all the, the homosexual overtones you're about to be bombarded with. Haikyuu has my favorite OP again yeah. pretty much if, if Haikyuu's airing it's going to have my favorite OP <laughs> so nice I like Flip Flapper's uh, ED Flip Flap Flip Flap that's all I say pretty much but it's just so catchy also the Izetta OP is kind of disappointing because I feel like it's going to spoil <laughs> the show but... yeah the show <laughs> that Keijo OP though that show, though, is actually quite nicely animated, I have to say. Yeah, I'm liking it. The sound design in that show is so bad, though. It distracts me every time I watch it. The guns and, like, everything, in, all the military stuff in that show sounds so bad. It all I'm sounds like I'm glad I'm the guns, because that's I, well, what no, it's not, it's, it's not all of it. The planes actually sound good. It's everything else that sounds bad. It's It sounds like stock sound effects. It drives me insane. I don't know. As somebody that, like, has good headphones and likes to listen to quality audio it just it bugs me it's it's decent though he's that is cute it's so. pretty and it, it's the the animation is pretty yeah um uh, oh one last show i definitely want to talk about that's airing this season that i'm really watching it, it is such a good adaptation and i just recently bought the first few volumes of the manga it's kiss him not me oh my god listen <laughs> listen if you like self-deprecating humor, you'll love this show. Because basically, basically it's a Fujoshi making fun of herself. Honestly, that adaptation is so perfect. It's gotten me into it so much more than the manga has. And the manga was really good. But like they do the jokes really well in that in that show oh the, the otome otaku meter oh my god and the voice actress for the main girl is so good she does be shoujo well and she does fujoshi well she's yes. just perfect and you know the, the the fat fujoshi voice oh that was so good yeah and it's starting to seep into her like skinny voice too like when she's getting really fujoshi she starts going like a good girl Oh my god, they're yeah. each other. <laughs> That's really good. I would recommend it, even if you're not a Fujoshi. 
you and I are such trash, so. I know. And I actually own this manga now. How trashy am I? It's a quality manga. You're king trash. All right. Is uh-huh. anyone, anyone else want to talk about anything else they're watching? Uh, I'll just want to quickly mention uh, March Comes In Like a Lion. Oh, that show's so good. So good. Such a, like... Shafty, a good, yeah. A good, so shafty, but it's a, such a good, like, tale about, like, loneliness and, like, trying to find yourself and just, like, all that. Like, it's so much deeper than I thought it was going to be. Like, I did not expect that. And I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah, I got turned off by the first episode. It was, like... Too much show, not tell, which is supposed to be good, but my brain can't handle it. And, like, the first half of the episode was really moody, and then when he introduces himself to the three girls, it becomes all peppy and happy, and I'm like, this contrast is too much, my brain hurts. I'm like... sense, though, yeah. like, later on, if you keep watching, like, why that, there's, like, their happiness to him, like, it, it makes sense. Like, even in, like, three episodes, like, it just makes sense. Yeah, I've, I'm not giving it a chance. I feel I'm not I'm not giving it a fair chance, but I'm just like that. I will I say, I think it's going to be a really good exploration of what loneliness is. Yes, I think so, too. Uh, anyway, should we get into the actual topic we're discussing tonight? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, being that it's almost Halloween, uh, we thought this would be an opportune time to talk about some of our favorite uh, Mahu Shoujo uh, shows over the years. Um, and I really like the fact that someone wrote on this list, Marcus Nopico. Um, <laughs> Definitely uh, my favorite. Yeah, it's the best. Although some may argue it's the downfall of anime. That's where it started. The third episode was pretty um, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but it had a beach episode that was pretty good. Anyway, um, so uh, I want to start off with... Um, Something that a lot of people have seen that I have not, and that's Sailor Moon. <laughs> it's actually embarrassing for me to say that I have never seen Sailor Moon, but I never I'm actually have. surprised. I know, it's, it's, considering when I first started watching anime, you'd think that'd be one of the first things I watched. I remember getting up in the morning and watching this at like 7 o'clock, right before school, early 90s. You that old fuck. Good. I know. It was, right wow. after it, was, it was Sailor Moon and Samurai Pizza Cats. Back to back. Oh, the Samurai Pizza Cats, that was pretty fucking good. Yeah, and this was before, like, Cartoon Network started doing anime, so it was like, you get, like, one or two shows in, like, three years. <laughs> yep. So, but it was really good. I liked it. I was, even though, you know, it was for, mostly for girls, I guess, but I still enjoyed it. Fuck well, Maho Shoujo in general is supposed to be for girls. Allegedly. Sure. Yeah, not anymore. No, actually, I saw. This is actually a good point. I, I want to because before we get too deep into this, I actually saw a poll. I didn't want to say it's like two years ago now, and I can't remember who did it. It was some Japanese media research company that did this poll that looked at the gender and age group of people who watch certain genres of anime, and there are more guys that watch Maho Shoujo anime than there are girls. That this that this poll me. found out. That uh, doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, this poll was limited to Japanese fans. So, when you look at when you look at like what's actually in like the amount of fan service and stuff that's in Maho Shoujo shows now, it's clear that they're not even trying to aim for a female <laughs> fan base. Yeah, it started out that way though. Yeah, but yeah, Sailor Moon. Huh? <laughs> Someone else say something because I have no idea. I've never I, seen it. I'm oh. actually not. 
a huge fan of Sailor Moon. Like, I get the, you know, the history and stuff it carries and the nostalgia it, it brings with a lot of people, but I don't know. Maybe it's because I didn't really watch it until I was older, but it was just kind of meh. I watched, oh, like, no. a, I watched, like, a handful of episodes when I was younger and just, like, flipping through the channels, but I never really stuck with it, and I guess it was too boring. I don't know. I liked it. Like, when I watched it as a kid, like, I only saw probably, like, the first 12 episodes. But I've been watching Crystal. And even though the animation is could get pretty bad, uh, I'm still liking it. Like, so I'm basically going through it blind now. So it's, and it's been really enjoyable. Like, I kind of, there's been some parts where I'm like, oh, I want to watch this with my niece. But then they get into the whole incestuous, the uh, future daughter wants to rape her <laughs> past daddy. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to show her that part. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, like, I've been really enjoying it. I'm, I, I hope they get another season after three just finished right now, I think, a couple seasons ago. But yeah. Anybody else? No, normally that'd be Jessica, but... Yeah, I know. Today. Jessica ah. definitely wanted us to talk about this. And De- Jessica wanted to be here tonight, but she had something to do. I feel like we've mentioned Sailor Moon a lot. Well, Tom talk, watches it, too. He watches Crystal, I know that. But, again, he couldn't be on today. <laughs> All the people who love Maho Shoujo couldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so shall we move on to another show? I guess yes. so. All right. Uh, Tokyo Mew Mew. I, I know nothing about that. Neither <laughs> do I. Jessica, <laughs> Jessica I wanted us to talk about it. She liked it except for the ending. So she hated so, the ending. So I've heard people. I've heard people talk about this, this show. I've heard, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I already talked. Oh, um, I, I've heard people talk about this show before, and a lot of people, from what I've heard, say they don't like the ending. So that's all I got. So that's uh, literally all I got. Our consensus is that uh, Tokyo Mew Mew, she should watch it, but it doesn't have a good ending. Yeah, <laughs> the ending's not very good, but it's a Maha Shoujo show, and you might like it. <laughs> this is going well so far. Thank can we us. talk? Can we talk about a show that more people have seen? Yes. Card Captor Sakura. Very good. In my opinion, the pinnacle of Maho Shoujo. <laughs> I was actually. This is a bit of a, an aside. Um, back in the day, the the only reason I've seen the show is because when I was growing up, my sisters watched anime, and we only had one TV. So I didn't have a choice. I watched anime, <laughs> and i i used to I used to hate anime because of it. But look, look where you are now. Yeah, look where I am now. Um, I have, well, I guess we have a bunch of like card capture Sakura like exclusive art books. Like they're in Japanese and stuff. They're all from like 1999 or like 2000 or whatever. Um, yeah, that's the only reason I've seen that show is because I had to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I enjoyed it, so there you it's, go. I, I think it still holds up. I think it holds up. I, I when it first came into the states, I was a kid and it was airing like on TV. I watched a bit of it, but like like most anime at the time, it got like one season and then you never saw the rest of it again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I didn't really watch. I didn't really remember it. And then uh, I saw Madoka and Yukiuna, and then like got reminded about Card Captors, so I watched it all the way through, like, probably, like, two months ago, three months ago, and I liked it. I thought it was, it could have been, a, it could have been a bit shorter, like, I thought the pacing dragged out a bit, 
But like the the episodes that were really when they were really plot plot, plot focused. Oh yeah, I can't talk right now. Uh, plot focused were really good. Like they had me hooked. Like watching, but it was just kind of the random. Like oh, we found this random card that you never see again, ever. Kind of was whatever. Uh, I really enjoyed the movies. Uh, actually, no, I've only seen the first movie. I haven't seen the last movie. I thought I saw the last one, but I haven't. I've only seen the first one, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, I actually liked it a little bit better than the show. But it's funny because, like, seeing the the stuff, like, the tropes that, that Sakura, Karkapa Sakura started, kind of, like, I kept thinking, oh, they did this in Madoka because I saw Madoka first, you know? So it's just kind of a weird, like, instead of being inspired by it, I'm like, it's it, it copied it, you know what I mean? Like, how my, my viewing order. So it's just weird. But it was like, oh, okay, I see where they got it from now. But it's just crazy how, like, because you see, I don't really pick up on that stuff, but you just see it so like blatant, like when you're when you're actually watching them. Yeah, yeah, just just like with Sailor Moon, I watched like a handful of episodes of it when it was airing when I was a kid. But unlike Sailor Moon, I was actually interested in it because I don't know, like <laughs> the I really liked the OP. It was like oh, the, the very high tension. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I thought the um main heroine's outfit was really cute cause, and the wand was cute too and then the mascot was cute and the uh, the other guy that was like her sidekick or something like every episode and they actually drew out all each animation every episode you know how much they must have taken how much time that's crazy yeah I just thought it was it was enjoyable to watch I just didn't end up watching everything cause I don't think there was it was just never on so yeah now that I think I about it, was it was it Cardcaptor Sakura or was it Tokyo Mew Mew that had an episode that was like almost entirely in English? I think that's uh, Tokyo Mew Mew. Yeah, I don't think that's okay. Cardcaptor. I've seen that. I've seen that before, and that was fucking hilarious. I think it was Tokyo Mew Mew. Yeah, you should go watch that 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 episode if you can find it because I think like more than half the episode is in English. <laughs> oh god, that sounds like torture. It sounds like what plays in hell and it's very <laughs> cringy. It's hell. very cringy. Very cringy. I couldn't remember if that was Mew Mew or Sakura. Anyway, that, that's my two cents. <laughs> so, yeah. should, should we move on? Yeah. Alright. Uh, Madoka Magica is uh, Maho Shoujo many people have seen. Um... And uh, it's where we thought suffering came from until we watched ReZero. We found out where real suffering came from. Um, yeah. Madoka Magica, though, is like... It's it it's made by Shaft. So, and it's... It, well, at the time, it was completely original. I had no source material. But uh, it is worth it to note that it's written by Gen Urobuchi. That is true. It is written by Gen Urobuchi, and you can kind of tell... When you watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, no. let me rephrase card. that. You can't kind of tell. You can definitely tell. It'll fill out the bingo card. No worries. Yeah. Um, and uh, if, you've, if you've watched or I mean, if you've listened to this um, podcast for a while and you hear me say, don't lose your head, uh, that's where this reference comes from. And I know Show loves it every time I say that. No. <laughs> it gets so fast. <laughs> um, but... I, I personally, I love Madoka Magica. Um, it's probably my favorite Maho Shoujo that I've seen. It's one um, of my favorite anime, period. Yeah, it's definitely up there for me. It's definitely in my top, I wouldn't say it's top 10 for me. I would definitely say it's like top 15, top 20. 
Um, I don't know. I just like it because it's so bleak. Like the outlook in that show is just completely bleak. It it, it makes you think that having all these powers is not good. It's not what it's cracked up to be. Um, it's very depressing, really, when you think about it. Yeah, I oh, kind of yeah. hate that rebellion. Let's not let's not talk. I love rebellion. I I like the animation in Rebellion, but I hated the ending. I, I love that. Only, only thing I didn't like about the ending is that I was waiting for the conflict to come, and it didn't come. So that's the only thing I didn't like. But so I'm hoping just, there's another movie with the conflict. But it freaking it essentially removes the whole message of the show. Yeah. But it I makes so much that. sense for Hamora's like character growth like that. I mean, I I get what you're saying, but. Um, no, I still liked it. I you did nothing why wrong. It doesn't oh. make sense with the like theme of the show, but like I enjoyed it because I'm like Team Homura. Like whatever makes Homura happy, <laughs> I'm okay with. <laughs> you did nothing wrong. That's all I'm gonna say. Man, but I just did, I didn't like it because Kube got screwed over. And let's be let's be honest, Kube did nothing wrong. Kube is best bay. Yeah, Kube exactly. is best bay. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, I liked it. Uh, it's actually the reason I started watching the Monogatari series because I liked Madoka so much, and I heard shaft. Like, shaft this, shaft that, and I was like, all right, well, let's watch that. Shaft this. And then it also was the reason I watched Yuki Yuna because I heard it was supposed to be similar. Uh, but yeah, no, I love Madoka. It's so good. I kind of predicted the reveal about Homura, but not. In the what? way that they actually revealed it. You saw that coming? Yeah. But not I mean, in the way not in the way that they revealed it. Not in the 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 number of times kind of thing. Oh Just, man. To be to be perfectly fair, I saw it coming too, but not quite so early in the show. I, I saw the, the dream. Like as soon as she as soon as she saw her in school, I was like, Oh, I'm calling it now. There we go. Yeah, that one episode where they just go through it like again and again and again. That was such an amazing episode. That like made the show for me. That's be like was, one of the best was, episodes it, in anime. Yeah, that was my favorite episode. Can, can I can I just say stage. that's how you do a time loop? No, shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying Haruhi could learn a thing or two about time loops. Oh my gosh, it's technically a magical girl show. true. You know what? Punchline is kind of. A magical girl, and I'll say it pulled off a similar kind of thing. Oh yeah, because the main character is a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, 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 that's all you need for a Maho shoujo is the main well, character. No, they, girl. They, they have magical Done. power transformations and everything like that too. Like yeah. it, it's all it has all the tra- but it's played for etchy comedy. At, like the first half, it's all etchy comedy. Punch, punchline. Yeah. Punch and you don't line. know the main character is a girl until like I don't know two thirds through the show. <laughs> Yeah, so that's actually a big like you'll find it's all it's all big complicated mess, but it's great. I enjoyed it. Punchline but, yeah. had one of like the bleakest endings too. Yeah, that ending was sad. <laughs> yeah, that show went from like hilarious to like oh what? Yeah, so many people dropped it like oh this is just fucking another edgy trash whatever. And yeah, it it's is, like edgy. It's, it's like edgy hijinks. Yeah, it got it got so serious and dark at the end. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, so I recommend people give it another chance. I mean, sometimes that that pay, the the payoff, the the twist isn't 
worth it to some people, but to me it was worth it. It made the show a lot better for me because I was ready to drop it at that point too. I was like, ah, oh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Like, not as funny as I thought it was going to be. And then the twist happened, and I was like, oh, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Same with Madoka, although I loved it all the way through. But that twist was done, was very well done. I was like, damn, like, what I kind of called it, but not really. All right. So, yeah. in the same that's vein as Madoka. Unless someone else has something to say. So in the same vein as Madoka, uh, Yuki Yuna is a hero. Go, Jason. What? Is it go? <laughs> Say things. Words. What? what? Wasn't I just talking? Yes, but you, you wrote down Yuki Yuna is a hero. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. My bad. Uh, yeah, well, like I mentioned earlier, uh, I watched it because of Madoka, and I heard that it was similarly had like a dark take, which it does. But the ending is a, is a bit more positive and stuff like that. Uh, I really like the animation. I think it came out in like 2014 or something like that, 2013. So it came out after Madoka. So you can, yeah. you can see uh, like influences and stuff like that from it. And uh, it recently got announced that it's getting a second season, which the first half is a prequel, and the second half is a continuation, I guess, from what Riker has told me. So. Yep. But I enjoyed it a lot. It wasn't. A, I didn't. I didn't think it was as good as Madoka, but I'd give it like a solid like seven, seven and a half out of ten. It was enjoyable. I liked it. I didn't feel like wasting my time. I like a bit of awkward fan service in it, but yeah, yeah. The the one thing I did like, and Yuki Yuna more than Madoka was I like the character designs and yeah. Yuki Yuna more. Really? Like transform- yeah. I, I, I like them better, but I like the transformations. Like the transformations look cool. I, really like I, I just like I like the character designs in general, just because they're designed by uh, Boon Boon. I think is his name, but the best the, name ever. The same guy that uh, does uh, Sao Izetta and a bunch of other stuff. I thought like Madoka Magica's character designs has to be like one of the best. They're so I don't know detailed but cute at the same time. And I guess I, would, it's just, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, really say they're detailed the art they styles are, be simplistic in general they are they are cute they are I, cute I, I like the pastel eyes i guess i don't know i, I like madoka's a little better too but I, don't know. I mean i like them both they're both really good designs i probably have a, a madoka figure over a unit figure though but I mean. speaking of madoka um copycats we have magical go tra- raising project this season Yes, are you guys? Do. That's, are any that's of you guys a show where it? I don't like the character design. <laughs> really? Me neither. I, do. I don't. Yeah, they're they're, they're so bad. They're so bad. I like, feel I they're so like they did a lot of detail in them, but they're too moe for me. It, it's too it's too much. The 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 moe is too moe, and then <laughs> just like the. the but the, you know what they say: mo moe, mo problems. Exactly. Well, exactly. It's like it's they're trying to be like super moe and super etchy at the same time. So when you when you look at like half of the freaking costume designs, it's like, oh, what is I don't know. The art uh, style of that show is just really conflicting to me. I just want to say I'm watching it and I genuinely am enjoying it. I mean, I'm still liking what I'm watching, but 
There's some things like I would have preferred like that they hadn't done. Like, uh, I just want to say about Magical Erasing Project, I'm going to call it right now. There's going to be some kind of transsexual romance in that show. I'm just oh. calling it right now. Well, well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, the the two main characters, basically. Yeah. Yeah, the, the guy that... There's probably going to be more than one, too. I have a feeling... Well, I have Maybe a I'll... feeling. Yeah, I have a feeling that more than one of those magical girls is actually a guy. Yeah, me too. Like they're, they're showing, like they're already showing. There's, there's like adults. There's kids. There's like all over. Like I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised with like some old man is a magical girl. Is one of the characters. I, I got some popsicles down in the cellar. <laughs> <laughs> magical popsicles. <laughs> it's kind of. That's the first thing when you said old man. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Well, I mean, it is playing on that. Be careful what you wish for, you know. Like, when you want, like the people that want to be something else. Oh, I want to be a magical girl. So yeah. you know, could be all ages, all ages, everybody. They don't discriminate. Yeah, I'm interested to see where it's going, but I, I, I feel like it's kind of moving fast. Like, I don't know. It is. I feel like that, that show's just—it's just going to be like a battle royale. I don't think it's going to take the psychological route everybody yeah. wants it to. No, I think what's going to happen it's going to be that until it gets down to the final few episodes and then it's going to get like really like in your mind type stuff. I I don't know. I don't really see it as it going towards that. I think it's just going to be a battle royale. I don't think it's not I mean the adaptation is not going to be a full adaptation. It's based on a light novel series that is actually fairly new. Uh, plus when you already know eight are going to be safe Kind of uh, releases some of the tension, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this, uh, who wrote Boku no Pico no Pico on here? <laughs> <laughs> two is better than one. What's the next Apparently, one? two Picos is better than one. This is Marcus no Pico, the best magical girl show ever. Um, show, talk about Kill a Kill, because oh I know God. you want to. So I put this on there because I have no other magical girl. Um, Shows that are actually of the genre that I have watched. I've only watched like Madoka and Kill a Kill. But Kill a Kill is totally a magical girl show because, you know, you have uh, girls as the main <laughs> character. You have. Well, clearly uh, it's a magical girl show already. It's just exactly, a right? Female. Um, you have transformation sequences and you have like a mascot character, Senkatsu, that like whispers in the main character's ear um, what to do. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I find that like just in general that subversions of the genre have become a lot more popular than the actual genre. Like, because Madoka and Kill la Kill are super super popular, and they're basically just subverting the genre. And when we have like Sailor Moon and Tokyo Mew Mew, I mean they're pretty old, but they've been, in my perspective, they've been like forgotten. And like when you hear, like you hear a lot more about talk about um, shows that subvert the genre more than the actual genre itself, probably because recent shows that are actually of the genre, like we've talked about, are just, like, fan service trash. So, maybe <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Not that yeah. I... Wait, yeah. the Kill a Kill isn't fan service uh, it's fan service quality, not fan service trash. That's a difference. It's, it's a de- it's a deconstruction of fan service. Okay. Exactly. So so, so, so when there's finger banging in the show, what kind of deconstruction is that? It's finger banging. Exactly. Deconstruction. 
<laughs> the dis destruction of incest tropes. But yeah, like, I love Kill la Kill. The outfit, even though they're ridiculous, like, just the, even, like, the fact that the art style isn't super detailed makes the um, fan service not as bad in my eyes. And the outfits are pretty, like, badass, like the Senkatsu and Junkatsu stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Finger banging. That's all That's you need to know. That's a good scene. I love... <laughs> I, I love... Really, I, um, I'm I sure really you like. did. The Blumenkrans, when they played that during that scene, like, oh man. <laughs> that was quality. <laughs> the, what, what's the revolutionary group called? Uh, Nudist Beach. Nudist Beach. The leader. Nudist Beach. Dude, Every yeah. time he just pops out like naked or almost naked and... The DTRs. <laughs> the story right. takes such a crazy turn towards the end, though. Like, it's totally I've, not what I was expecting. I feel like it was trying to pull a, a Gurren Logan, but it didn't quite get there. Like, I hear yeah. people talking about, like, how it takes this turn and those crazy plot twists. I didn't see any plot twist. I thought it was, like, very linear throughout. So I don't know. It, it was pretty just... It kept up the same level of insanity, in my opinion. Yeah, like yeah. the the level was the same. It was just the like just the fact that like the, actually like, you know, the enemy that it is was the enemy. It was just kind of like, well, I didn't see that coming. If you're you curious, if you're Ma? curious about who, no, if you're curious about the true enemy, watch the X Files. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> the truth is out there. I want to believe. Um. All right, well, what's next on the list here? Panty? Who put Panty and Stocking on here? <laughs> the person who put Kill la Kill. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're not wrong about that. Panty and Stocking is kind of a magical show. Kind I of. Love the, I love the question marks, like, Panty and Stocking? <laughs> <laughs> hey, those transformation sequences are so good. Wait, where did the no Pico go? That's oh, because I put it on before the Pico purge or whatever. Pico, Pico purge. Creation. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you put I, it on there, show, talk about it. I mean, it's like another subversion of the genre if you want to think of it like that. So, I mean, I really love this one too. Basically, you know me, love those subversions. Um, Panny is talking is really crude and like a lot of toilet humor and. But <laughs> I, <laughs> a lot of toilet humor. The whole damn thing's toilet humor. Pretty much. But I don't know. I liked it. It was a good contrast with, like, you have... Because you don't see a lot of um, shows that have female protagonists or a female cast that does, like, really dirty humor. And not even sexually dirty. There's some sexual part. There's a good part of it is sexual parts. But some of it is just, like, nastiness. Like, <laughs> like toilet nastiness. So I thought it was interesting. Like, actual toilet nastiness. Yeah, like, too. literal. <laughs> The the only show that compares in the toilet humor, I think, is Serokai Yakuin Domo, I think, is something like that. It's, uh, to Be Hero has a lot of literal potty humor. No, there's like this This show is this guy gets summarized, the guy gets thrown into the student council, and all they do is a bunch of girls, and they just make really, really, really vulgar. And there's a scene where a girl lifts her leg up, and you see a pube fall out of her skirt. Lovely. So, the main character <laughs> designs toilets and sits on the toilet and then falls through the toilet and begins magical powers to be a hero. Yeah. 
So, I mean, like I said, literal toilet humor. <laughs> but, yeah. Pantheon stocking, though, is, is pretty good. It's funny. It's a funny show. Also, I liked it. I want no, the dub. The dub is phenomenal. The dub. Do you you know why that dub is so good? Because they basically let the voice actors write it. It's funny because, like, in the dub, they swear like every um, line they do. And when I was listening to it, it just it felt cheap to me. It felt like some trashy show. I know it's supposed to be a trashy show, but it felt even trashier. And then when in when I was listening. yeah, when I was listening to the sub and they did English swearing with a Japanese accent, it felt like really funny because they were trying to be cool, but it wasn't working out. So I don't know. I enjoyed the uh, sub more, but the dub is really quality. You were laughing at their accents? You racist bastard. Uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Not like everyone else laughs at English. Jesus. I never, never in my life. For JoJo's. Uh, the JoJo's, the English in JoJo's is funny though. Oh my god! You haven't gotten that far, sorry. Not yet, um, no. But there, there's English in the first part of JoJo's. Yeah. Hey, uh, baby. Cute high school Earth Defense Club. Moving oh, on. Oh god. Yeah. We'll, we'll just skip that one. Let's yeah. Let's Ow. just skip over that. Okay. We'll, we'll, skip, we'll skip that one. But let's is talk this... about, is this a zombie? Korewa zombie desuka. It's technically a magical girl show. It has a magical girl in it. No, no, no. It's Magicule girl. Magicule girl that fights with a chainsaw. Um, that's Just pretty much all you need to know. Cross, Just watch it. Cross-dressing magical girl show. <laughs> um, it's, it's pretty I, fantastic. I want to say this is the... Um, I I, wa- I watched I haven't watched the second season of this show yet. I watched the first season. I've I read the manga. I've read what's out in English of the manga. Uh, the manga is fantastic. It's funny and it, it makes Echi incredibly funny. Um, and it, the, the the manga is so much more edgy than the show. Like as far as the show goes with its edginess, the, the manga takes it ten times further. And, Are uh, we talking about female fan service or male fan service? Both. Or both. 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 One of the one of the girls in the show is is literally. Obsessed. She's literally in love with the main character's ass. Like yes, just his she ass. Constantly, she constantly sticks stuff up his ass. Like oh, I watched the first season a, of the anime, the and I thought the male fan service was really bad. Like it wasn't even. Appealing. It was the male, just the male fan service. The male fan service in the show isn't that good, but in the manga, it's a lot better. Um, but yeah, that what uh, the what the main girl is like really obsessed with sticking shit up the main character's ass, and, and, and they do this in the manga, but they they do it for really good effect in the show. Anytime something goes up his ass, he gets all beachy. He goes, oh, oh, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know I shouldn't be enjoying this, but I kind of am. It's pretty funny, and all like all the all the girls in the show in that in that show are really good too. What's that? No, there's a, there's a scene in it where uh, one of the girls in the show calls the main character a maggot, and so, so, someone starts to say, "Why does he? Why does she call you a maggot?" And then one of the, another one of the girls says, "Maybe it's because it rhymes with." And this the guy goes, "Leave it." Get it because maggot rhymes with anyway. Um, yeah, I got it. Not gonna go there, but 
That's the kind of humor you got in, in Is This a Zombie? Also, there's breakdancing in that show, which is really good. Um, yeah. I highly recommend the manga. The, the, the show is, is okay, but the manga is hysterically funny. Um, I haven't seen the second season of the show, though, so I can't say for certain. Um, Boku no Pico Academia. I assume whoever wrote that meant uh, Little Witch Academia. No, I meant Boku no Hero Academia. Well, that's not really a magical girl show, but if you want to just talk about it, sure. Oh, no. It's just that, like, whenever I search for Boku no Hero Academia, it's like, it always auto-fails with Pico, so... That's because... <laughs> that's because it knows you too well. No! It's not <laughs> me! <laughs> oh, I think it does. I mean, you can talk about Little Witch Academia. I will definitely talk about Little Witch Academia because it is a magical girl show that I really, really love, and it's the closest thing... I've ever seen to a Harry Potter anime. I can't wait to see it. I definitely do want to watch it. Oh, you should. It's on good... Netflix right now. The first two movies are on Netflix, and it's getting a proper series in the uh, in winter 2017. Yeah. I heard all that. That's what made me interested in watching it. Plus uh, seeing it. Uh, plus seeing the trigger. little uh, her fly yep. through. Yes. Uh, um, praise trigger. And, uh, space, space patrol. Luluko. 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 Her little her little thing at the end. Mm-hmm. I like how Luluko ended up being better than Kiznaiver. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, clearly, <laughs> clearly they spent less money and less time on Luluko, and it turned out being so much better than Kiznaiver. Hey, she transforms into a gun. Does that make her a magical girl show? <laughs> That's yes. true. That is a transformation, yes. and it is a female main character, so that makes all... <laughs> it qualifies. Our definitions sure get broad. Yep. Literally, <laughs> every anime is a Maho Shoujo. Everyone. Every anime is a Maho Shoujo. That's, that's what I've taken away from this. But, oh, Little Witch Academia. Um, it, it, it's really good. It's really funny. Um, and it doesn't really... Um, doesn't really fall into... Um, uh, like a lot of the magical girl tropes, it's very westernized magical girl, t- to be honest. Like it takes a lot of the western. Um... Very uh, Disney. Yes, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was looking for. Very, uh, very Disney, very, very like western cartoonish style, which is not necessarily a bad thing in my opinion. Also, it's a fresh change of pace. Also, pos- Potion Girl is best girl. You know who I really like? I really like that fat girl in the second movie. Oh, yes. oh, that girl is perfect. The one who has the bag of chips with her all the time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so hilarious. And then, like, no, there was this one scene where, like, shit's just falling apart, going wrong, and she just hands it to the to one of the girls and says, want some? <laughs> I love her voice. It's so, so deep. I know. Uh, I thought it was a guy the first time I heard that. It's like, wow. what? <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm really genuinely happy that Little Witch Academia is getting a proper series, though. All Jesus, the great how trip. long have we been waiting? And, like, the first one came out in 2013. I kind of have lost interest. <laughs> it was cra- it was crowdfunded. I know. Damn. So, how better. cool is that? That was pretty cool. Um, that's, that's all of the shows that I had listed um, unless anyone has anything else about little witch academia uh i don't have anything about that but i want to ask who would you guys say is your favorite magical girl out of all the magical girl girl uh, magical girl shows you guys have seen? 
Favorite show or favorite character? Character. Oh my. Um, for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Marcus, what the oh, hell? Marcus. Oh, fuck you, Marcus. It's not. It's no, not say it, say it. Okay, I'm those listening. I'm, I'm stealing that. That's my answer. For those for those watching at home or watching, listening at home, Marcus will not be happy unless there are fucking Yu-Gi-Oh references in every single fucking episode we do. Hey, have you you saw the name of our group now? Yeah, I know. Let's not we're, know. We're no longer Anime Club After Dark. We are now known as the number one official Kaiba fan club. So make make sure you check out that website. No, don't don't do that. So I post all my fan fiction. Oh, all right, so Yugi is Riker's favorite magical girl. Oh, yep. What about yours? Uh, uh, put me on the spot here. Um, uh, Robert Speedwagon. I don't know. Um, yeah. Robert EO Speedwagon. Um, there you no. go. <laughs> oh, God, who's my favorite magical girl? Even Speedwagon is a friend. Or anyone else can answer. My FA from Ace Attorney. I don't know. What? She is, she is kind of a natural girl. She's a spirit medium. You have a broad definition. <laughs> um, actually, if I had to say right now, I'd probably say Homura from uh, Matoka. That's a good choice. I approve. Definitely the safe choice. She's definitely probably my favorite. But I also like uh, Kiko uh, Hoshino from uh, Concrete Revolution. Oh, was... that's... Can I, can I tell you something about that show? There, there's the only reason... I, I don't want to watch it is because I think it's missing the letter N on the on the end of it. <laughs> the only reason I refuse to watch that show. You should definitely watch it if you like uh, a Watchmen kind of take on heroes. Wait, you mean like Watchmen, like the the comic book, like like when is being going being a hero too much or not enough, and all that kind of stuff. Like it tells it in a very non-linear fashion, like it jumps around in time, like the whole first half, but. It's really good. It takes place like an alternate World War Two era, or after World War Two alternate world Japan. Wow, so kind of a lot like Watchmen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, you beat my interest. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, her she she has a whole transformation sequence and all that stuff, and it's cool. Like she's 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 a cool character. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. No one else wants to answer. Uh, I guess I'll Marcus, go with Marcus. Has been very, very quiet. I'm very. Yeah. Very, very... What do you want me to say? <laughs> Tell us your Anything. favorite magical girl. I already said it. No, you, you typed you, it. You, no, you typed it. You didn't say it. Yeah, let me just give you a little hint here. When you type something in that chat, no one at home can hear you. I was waiting for you guys to say it out loud, so I didn't have to say it. No, yeah, you have to I let us know. No, because if I talk, then we get into a 22-minute rant, and I got to go in 10 minutes. <laughs> like we're doing right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Marcus's myself. I can't contain girl. it. Let's go. <laughs> Marcus's favorite magical girl is um, is Riker. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I take it all back. My favorite magical girl is Megamine. Oh, she kind of... She is a magical girl. She uses magic. And she's a girl. So there we go. Now Marcus can say his. Yugi. There we go. 
That's <laughs> a really good. That's a really good choice. That shame in the voice, though. <laughs> I know it was all quiet and like. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong though? No. He has the no, best you... transformation. For, for the purposes time. for the purposes of this group, no, you're not wrong. He's the only He's one that doesn't up. transform yet gets immensely more powerful. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he doesn't even have to put a costume on. He's way more powerful. And nobody even knows! Most people go, Whoa! You're wearing a new outfit! And then he's just like, I grew two inches. That's my transformation. <laughs> and his voice gets deeper. And he also is able to summon any card he wants from his deck. So I guess that's the most powerful power of all time, right? And, and he's he gets not animated taller, even though he's actually the same size. You know what the greatest magical power is? The heart of the cards. Or the destiny draw. You know about that? I never could no. find the heart of the cards. They added that in a new one. Oh, you can I'm... draw any card you want from your deck one time. It's just like, what? you guys are breaking it. Stop. Go back to the golden <laughs> age days. Come on. Sorry. Dusty makes me watch. See, like, this, is, this is what happens every single time. You know, if you really don't like Yu-Gi-Oh, blame Dusty because he makes me watch the new stuff. So... Oh. Dusty's not here, so I can't, you know, slap him. He's not even in the house. He left. He was like, bye. And I'm like, I'm going to reorganize all the cards. He's like, don't you do it, by the way. For those of you that don't know, Dusty is the Fujoshi bait on our show. So, that's okay. Dusty is like this carrot that we dangle in front of everyone. <laughs> One of these He's days we will be back on. But we threaten it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right, well, that's probably a good place to stop now. I, would I say. think that is a really good place to stop. Um, so... Uh, Margus, do you want to take this or should I? Go ahead. Okay. So, if you like what you heard here tonight, and there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't, because, let's be honest, it was great. Um, you could, uh, you know, uh, hear more of this if you want uh, on uh, iTunes or SoundCloud. Or you could hear us by going to our fabulous website, uh, AnimeClubAfterDark.com. Uh, all of our previous episodes are up there. Um, including some reviews and some articles. Um, and eventually, Jason will post that Q&A session that he recorded. Um, uh, if you want to keep in touch with us, there's a few ways you can do that. Uh, we have our Facebook page where we uh, post news and information about the show and some of the stuff that we're doing. That's facebook.com slash animeclubafterdark. Uh, we also have a group where you can uh, get in touch with us, share photos, and discuss stuff, edgy stuff, occasionally uh, with us. Uh, that is uh, facebook.com slash groups slash anime club after dark. Uh, and there is also uh, our email if you want to shoot us an email and tell us what your favorite magical girl is uh, and say why it's uh, Filthy Frank. Uh, you can do that at animeclubafterdark at gmail.com. Oh, we should talk about the Filthy Frank show. That was the best Magic Girl show. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. I mean, if you also want to get into Chinoda's Dungeon, you could do that at animeclubafterdark.tumblr.com. But but don't go, don't go there at work. Seriously, don't do don't it. Don't go there ever. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it is a scary place. I mean, you might literally go insane. I threw away my key. You threw away my key. <laughs> alright let's get out of here um, as always I have been Alex and I will see you next time say goodnight Jason goodnight Jason <laughs> say goodnight show of all the magical girls Yugi's definitely got the biggest deck <laughs> say goodnight Marcus. <laughs>
If you can't believe in the heart of the cards, what can you believe in? Oh, God. <laughs> Say goodnight, Riker. It's time to duel. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Schicksals für dich, dein Weg so heisern und stark. Siege die Macht der Zeit. Wander den Traum dieser Welt, hinab ins Unheil der Nacht. Zerstör die Zweifel in dir. Das Ende der Welt ist nah. Zöger nicht zu lang, überwind die Angst. Sag mir, was begehrst du aus tiefstem Herzen? Schon morgen schwindet das, was war in die Ewigkeit. Sag, ist das der Preis für jene unstillbare Gier und Lust? Magie. Ein Mythos schafft Legenden und Sagen, verzauber.
hat die Gegenwart. Eins glaubte ich an Märchen und träumte. Ein jeder Wunsch aus meinen Gedanken wird schon bald wahr. Schatten und Licht begleiten dich. Zarte Magie aus einer längst vergangenen Zeit. Blüht ganz leise durch die Macht der Unendlichkeit Flüstert dir Zauber ins Ohr Und du begreifst, nur du allein hast die Kraft für alle Zeit Lebe den Traum einer Nacht in Ewigkeit Ich bleibe für immer dein Und wünsche mir nur ein Gefühl allein Überlebt all das Sein Lausch meinem Wunsch, wecke 